Hey guys, it's time for another scintillating edition of Let's Talk Ag. Today we're going to talk about the Farm Bill and the Jess Spicoli Principle. Yes, the Spicoli Principle in the Farm Bill. Um, I'm sure you're probably wondering where I'm going with this. Hold on tight. You'll figure it out. Um, but what most is important takeaway. I can't even talk today. So sorry. I guess I was so excited about the other episode we did. Um, there's some things that you need to know uh, about the farm bill. But most importantly is I really want you to understand that you need to know. You need to be vested in having an understanding what the farm bill is all about. Now, yes, it's 807 pages. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, read that big-ass document. Um, I, I would not suggest you do that. Uh, I will, however, hopefully get my hands on that and read it. Um, I've been reading snippets and all kinds of fun stuff, but I, um, I think it's important that we know um, some of the positive pieces of the farm bill. Um, Some of the things that I wanted to earmark, some of the things that I wanted to highlight for you guys that you should know about. So I'm huge on um, conservation easements or the agricultural conservation easements. I know that I, in my previous podcast episode, was giving everybody the business about being on your smartphones for an extended period of time. If you get the chance, one, Google and read a smidge about um, the Farm Bill and educate yourself. Also, educate yourself on agricultural conservation easements. Main thing to know is that these are um, great programs that help farmers keep their land in perpetuity. It helps them keep the land that they have had in their family for generations and not lose it to estate tax and all the other um, cagada that our agriculturalists face. Now, just so you know, um, here, there's a couple things about that that um, I want you guys to understand. Now, I'm not going to talk about commodity funding. I'm not going to you know, talk about commodity payments or things of that nature um, because there's so much to it that I really can't get into it in a timely manner um, on the podcast, and it's not cut and dry. When I hear someone say, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, farmers get, um, you know, commodity payments or they get subsidies you just don't know there's so much more to it and like I said that's for another day but today is about the farm bill and the Spicoli principle Um, but as far as the conservation um, reserve program now this would this program is going to expand or it will expand from 24 million to 27 million acres with 2 million acres reserved for grasslands. That's 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 pretty huge. Now, um, because of the cut to the CSP, um, there's 
I, I know I'm going to say some different, like, different names and, you know, abbreviations. Again, I'm going to not give you all of the things. Um, I want you to go and search stuff out, okay? I want you to um, go and look for, um, you know, the meaning of a lot of these things. But there's also um, a lot, again, a lot to this. But um, there's cuts to different programs. The the because of the cuts to a, a few of the programs, the agricultural conservation easement program um, would be funded at four hundred fifty million a year, while the regional conservation partnership program would get three hundred million annually. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is pretty big. So the other thing that's kind of a big priority and it's and that's a new program for livestock groups is the animal disease and preparedness program. Um that's including a vaccine bank which um was provided 150 million in guaranteed funding over the life of the 5-year bill. Um I mean this is like wow. I mean seriously wow. So Again, there's there are some programs that are not being um how do I put this? I don't I don't want to say losers. I never want to say losers because sometimes that's such a negative connotation. Sometimes these programs run their course or you know, it's not um they're not as viable as they once were. Like um the uh, rural electric cooperatives those that's something that was not renewed and i i mean i can't tell you why maybe it wasn't um it wasn't seen as a viable program i think it is but i am just one person i i can't tell you but the biggest thing that i thought was very very interesting um you know, besides the fact that they would have liked to have seen stronger work requirements for SNAP um, and forest management reforms, is the fact, I, I, and it just blows my mind, just absolutely blows my mind when I read this, um, is that, how can I put this, that the hemp provision in the farm bill is pretty amazing. Now, this provision, this bill was actually brought forth by one of to me one of the most unlikely people that I would ever ever think of, um Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, he introduced the hemp legislation. Now, for the rest of us, uh, you know, cognizant people we are going um why did it take so long you know i've always said why don't we just i don't know make it a legalized agricultural product and make it a commodity tax the crap out of it like they do everything else and call it a day uh let me let me give you a couple stats and this is going to blow your mind um there is a forecast for this crop, for this hemp crop, that could top 
twenty billion by twenty twenty two. Uh twenty billion. Holy merd. That's French for shit, kids. Um it totally opens up the floodgates for this industry. Uh, the lion's share of this industry is roughly 800 million. 800 million. Holy lord. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's the non-psychoactive compound CBD. I mean... This the the products infused with CBD are used for a wide range of medical conditions. Um, I mean, ranging everything from multiple sclerosis to epilepsy to arthritis. I mean, you hear people like, "Oh, I've got the glaucoma. That's why I smoke the chronic." I mean, whatever. But I mean, why not? Why not? Why not do this? I don't understand. It's time. Don't you guys think? It's absolutely time. Um, I think we need a little education here for a second. So does everybody, does everybody in class know what hemp is? No? Okay, let me tell you. So hemp is a cannabis cousin of marijuana, um, but it contains low levels of THC. Now that is the chemical that produces a high for pot users. Now, industrial hemp is used to make everything from apparel to foods and pharmaceuticals to personal care products, car dashboards, and building materials. Somewhere, somehow, I think someone's going, I could totally be smoking my dashboard. What the shit? No, you can't. Unless you're in a Cheech and Chong movie, and that's totally a different story, okay? Uh... So it's this is interesting because I mean it's like the vast majority of the market is, right now is going for CBD products, right? Um, but why not? Why not tap into this? So are you guys seeing where I said this is the Spicoli factor? I really do believe this is a long time coming, and I don't understand why when you have an industry that could be you know, is on the verge of making $20 billion. My Lord, the CBD retail market, it will reach between $2.5 billion and $3.1 billion by 2022. What? Wow! That is just money that we're pissing away that we're not bringing in. Think of what... I mean, really, think of what struggling towns and communities can be doing. I'm not saying that, like, you know, our local FFA chapters, instead of, you know, having, like, um, vine pruning contests, they're having aquaculture or, you know, how to, how to trim your um, marijuana plant class. But I'm just saying, we need to embrace alternative agriculture and this is the first step don't you think so i know i got i I know i went a little bit crazy on the whole like spicoli deal but when i see agricultural struggling 
it gives me pause for concern. When I see an industry not being cultivated, see what I did there, uh, and money just going by the wayside, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But the biggest thing that I want you guys to take away from all this is the understanding or having the understanding of why the farm bill is so important to you. You need to know how these different programs, how this bill directly affects you. It truly, truly does. It's not something just to go, oh, okay. It is so, so important. And there's so many things inside of this farm bill that you need to understand and know about. Um, but I really do believe that with this big piece, with the with this hemp legislation piece, I think this is going to be huge. I really do. I think this is going to be a much needed shot in the arm financially for a lot of um, communities because it's going to take it's 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 not going to be a controlled substance anymore. It's it's not going to be a federally regulated substance, and it's going to give greater control to communities. So, what do you think? What do you think about all this? What do you think about SNAP program having tighter provisions about work? You know, proving that you are trying to find work or showing that you are, you know, not that you're just trying to build the system. What do you think about um, better forestry management practices? What do you think? I mean, these are all things that affect us because those... Those monies, those finances, those bills get passed on to us as citizens of the United States in one form or another. So we need to be aware. We need to be aware. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to have to say. I can't I can't wait to to hear what you think about all of these little nuances. If you want to know more, if you want to know more about the agricultural conservation easements, if you kind of don't get why they're so important, if you think, well, shoot, these guys are getting, they're getting support. I don't understand. If you want to have those conversations, you know how to reach me. Drop me a line. SG Solutions for you at gmail.com. That's S as in Sam, G as in goat, the word solutions, the number four, the letter U at gmail.com. Let's talk about it because there is so much. Shoot, there's so much that I don't even know. But there is so much out there that we have no idea when it comes to our food, our food source, and our safety for our food source. And we need to talk about it. Kind of like X-Files always said, the truth is out there. Yeah, I can't make that noise. Sorry. I can't make that their, their soundtrack noise. Sorry. So, thanks for hanging out with me these last 16 minutes. As always, never, ever forget, 
that agriculture affects your everyday life. If you for one minute think that agriculture is not the cornerstone of our economy, then clearly you weren't listening to what I just threw out at you because agriculture affects every aspect of your daily life. From the phone that's in your hand to the computer that you're using to the phone, like I just said, that you're working on to the car that you're driving, to the home that you're in, to the board that you're looking at ordering your latte off of. Agriculture is the cornerstone of every economy from your town, your cities, to your states, to our nation. We were built on agriculture. So it is an absolute atrocity for us to talk ill of a farmer with our mouth full or in a disrespectful manner to act as if they are getting a free ride. Because until we walk not even a mile in their shoes, we cannot condemn them for what they do. Have a great day, my friends. Always, always, always remember you have a choice about where your food comes from. Be aware, read labels, and I'll be right back with you again. Bye-bye.